podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. They could break here, Chelsea. This could be the moment. Frank Lampard for Chelsea. It's Carvalho to his right. Lampard for the title. Lampard, it's 2-0. It's Chelsea's championship. And 50 years of waiting have come to an end. Lampard comes out to Essien. Oh my goodness. It's a counter-attack. Here's Didier Drogba. And now Kedair in the middle. Drogba goes. Okay, cool. Okay, hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Chessie Hour. I am your host Daniel Sof, joined by co-panelists. Um, starting with Jermaine, what are you saying, Jermaine? Yeah, all good, brother. How are you, how are you doing? Well, good, man. International break. Do you know what? Usually, international break. I'm missing football, but I feel like because we've had so much, I'm calm with the break, man. Nice little break, yeah, for real. Um, I'm here with Timpson. What are you saying, Timpson? All good, man. Also enjoying the international break, especially since it's the under-21 Euros. You know, I love my yes. under-23 football. Did you did you watch the game earlier today? Very disappointing. Didn't you see my run on AD Brefraud on Twitter? No, I didn't see it. What, what, what were you saying? Give us a little quick summary. It was like, how many, how, how many Euro squads and under-21 squads are we going to allow this guy to fumble? <laughs> Dan, was that the same? Like, Fair point, man. Cool. We won't get into it. Maybe we'll do a little patron piece following our Chelsea players. And then finally, Villeneuve has joined us. What are you saying, bro? I'm good, man. I'm always good. good always, always good. Okay, so today, obviously, international break. We're not going to review Sheffield United. All that type of stuff is done. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, we're just going to get on to, I think, one of the conversations that's happening in Chelsea, like the Chelsea kind of whatever, fandom, is who should be the player of the season. We're having player of the season talks already. So I've brought three people. Well, we've got four people. And I've got each of us to represent a person who we think should win or should be in a shout with winning player of the season. And so today I'm going to represent Thiago Silva and I'm going to get into why soon. Um, Anu, who are you representing today? Edward Mendy. Edward, big Edward Mendy. Okay, cool. And Jermaine, I'm going to know Timpson. Who are you repping today? Mason Tony Mount. Oh, bring in the full name. You're not coming to play. And then Jermaine, who are you repping today? Yeah, Reese James, man. Okay. Who? Say it Reece again. James. Reese James, bro. Yeah. 
You think you yeah. deserve to be here? Because I swear, I've seen a lot on Twitter, and most people are saying it's got to be out of Thiago, Mendy, Silva. I haven't seen many people mention Reese James. So yeah, I think I think um, it's more due to like. He had a little bit of an in and out spell, obviously between managers, so mm-hmm. um, that counts for something. I think also he had he had an injury where he kind of come out of the team, and then when he finally come back, he had a dodgy couple games, mm-hmm. like a couple hard games. I don't think we'll get into it anyway, but yeah, I know the reasons why he's probably not been mentioned. But you think well. that he deserves to be in the in the running? Yeah, I think he's been one of our most consistent players this season. Okay, okay, okay. So what I'm going to do to start things off, just to warm us up, and just to kind of paint the picture of what a player of the, a Chelsea player of the year should be. I'm going to quickly read off the last 10 player of the seasons for Chelsea. Um, so 2010, we had Drogba. 2011, Czech. 2012 and 2013, Mata. 2014 and 2015, Hazard. 2016, William. 2017, back to Hazard. 2018, Kante. 2019, Hazard again. 2020, Kovacic. And we're going to find out who's 2021 um, this season. But if, out of all those names that I mentioned, is there anyone that kind of jumped out to you thinking, okay, cool. Is there anyone that jumped out? Na- naturally, you would say William, but we all know what season that was. So what was the season? Just to refresh our memory. It was the season where all our superstars just took a break in it. They just, they just yeah. weren't really on it in it. So like, Costa went on it, Hazard went on it, Cesc went on it, and then it just left you with basically the last attacker, really, who who managed to actually, for once in his life, actually turn up for us, do you know what I mean, in, in a lot of games. So, I'll be, I'll be fair to William, that year he probably did deserve it, um, but it was more of a case of, it was more a case of, like, a lot of the, the guys that should have been player of the year just not turning up, and that's very rare to see, do you know what I mean? Like, but do, you, do you think there's a parallel with this season, then? Um, in terms of people have said that our attack hasn't really played that well. So is there a parallel to that season in terms of, okay, cool, best of the bad bunch in attack? Um, For me, personally, I don't think so. I feel like there's been some outstanding performers, especially defensively. Okay. I wouldn't be, like, I wouldn't be mad at giving it to one of the members from, like, one of the players from the defence or in like the defensive midfield area. Like I wouldn't be mad at that at all. And I think it's definitely like, I think it's definitely warranted to someone in that, in that kind of um, think it should position. be in the back end of the system. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, so in the last 10 years, out of the names I read out, there has been only one kind of person from the back end and that's Czech, a goalkeeper. And obviously I know you're here to represent Mendy, but um, Kovacic won last season. That was a bit divisive because a lot of people were saying, he didn't deserve to win it. Um, just to quite quickly kind of get a refresher, we'll go around and say, okay, cool. Do you think that Kovacic deserved it last season? So, Jay, since you've been talking first, do you think that Kovacic deserved it? Yeah, 100%. I think people mixed up who played the most and who actually delivered top, top quality the majority of the times they played. And I think whilst they, it was like a little bit of an up and down season for us, I felt like... Kovacic's name was was brought up more more often than not. Do you know what I mean? I feel like with Mount, because I think Mount was the other guy that people were saying should have won it. I feel like with Mount, it was a thing where he was one of our own. He was um, 
obviously he played like so many games as well. Mm-hmm. So it was hard to ignore Mount, do you know what I mean? Whereas Kovacic was in and out of the team. So naturally he was going to be like, nah, man, Mount, it has to be Mount. But like, real- realistically, there were some games where nobody was showing and Kovacic was just balling out. And, mm-hmm. and it, unfortunately, it should have probably gone t- towards... Well, you know what? We finished top four. And so you could yeah. say if Kovacic doesn't play the way he played that season, there's an argument that we probably don't even make top four. Listen, so. The Mount Media machine is strong. And we've got a strong <laughs> representative for the Mount Media sheet machine today. So going to Tipson, um, for some reason, the people that like Mount don't necessarily like Kovacic. So yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to hear your opinion on this. Um, did you think that Kovacic deserved player of the season last year? Um... He won it, and I wasn't mad at it. <laughs> That's not why I asked, bro. Did he deserve it? Did I think he deserved it? I feel like Mason Mount had a strong case, but he also had a very strong case. So I wouldn't want to say one deserved it more than the other. It just I just left it to fate. If Cobber won it, I was like, cool. If, May, if Mason Mount would have won it, cool. cool. But this year, I'm putting a very, okay. very strong case. For Mason Tony Mount this season, we haven't because... even got into that yet, but you still want to stay here. Let's get to Anu, um, villain. What are you saying? Kovacic last year, player of the year, it was highly contested. What are your thoughts? I think, um, when it came to cover last season, I think what really tipped it in his favor was the improvement. I don't think anyone really expected that much from him because the season before that. Mm-hmm. He, he, we were disappointed, weren't we? We weren't that impressed of what we were getting from Real Madrid as a player. So I think what tipped it for him was that sense of... Imp- like he jumped up a level. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we knew he could do that. So it ended up, wow, this is a steal now. Like, <laughs> before, before, I felt like we thought we got duped, mate. We thought... I'm saying, we, don't put your shit onto me. No, okay, okay. <laughs> you don't rate him. Listen, like, no, we didn't rate him. What are you talking about? Okay, okay, yeah. No, let me stop saying we. Let me stop saying we. I think that's that's the way I'm looking at it. I'd look at it and I just saw I just saw a sense of bro, this guy has improved so much. He's single-handedly controlling games. Like, okay, he's doing what we expected him to do. But I think because he had a poor first season, I don't think we we, we were disappointed. So I think that's what tipped in his favour. There wasn't any mad standout last season, if we're realistic, but I think he did deserve it for his, for his, um, for his improvement levels. Cool. Is there a mad standout this season? In my opinion, you know there's a mad standout and, he, and he's showing it by his size as well. Okay. All right. So um, I was happy with Kovacic winning, but obviously now we're moving on to 2021. Um, the debate is strong. We've got four people representing the candidates. Who shall we talk about first? Because I think... First, let's discuss them, and then we'll get into who deserves to win. Let's just discuss them. We're all Chelsea fans, so we really shouldn't hate any of the players. And plus, Pulisic isn't here, so Timpson can be calm, because, you know what I'm saying, that's your main agenda. Um, but yeah, yeah, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. one thing I've noticed, though, this, this kind of player of the year thing, it's a bit weird, because previous seasons, maybe it's because everybody likes Hazard, everybody likes Kante, but it does seem like it's become a part of that thing where it's divisive in the fan base. Like there's support bases within the, the fan base and like one group wants Mason Mount to win because it's like they're getting one over on the other group or whatever. There's like, there's none of this on Chelsea Hour. This is just all fine. We're all representative players, but they're all Chelsea players when it comes down to it. So yeah, who shall we talk about first? Shall we go with Silver? Because that's my guy. Go on, yeah, take us away. Now let's, no, 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 let's, Let's start with Mendy. Let's start with the back. Let's okay, start, let's, let's start, start with Mendy. Let's start with 
Okay, let's start. Go on, I'm back in my head. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah, let me start. Let me start. Okay. Um, they're not Finally ready. Feels they're, feels they're, not ready. they're not ready. They're not ready. <laughs> they're not ready. No, listen, I think when, when looking at when looking at the season, you've got to think about who has impacted this team the best. Do you know what I mean? What what issues did we have last season that needed addressing? It, is, it was clear to everyone that it was the keeper, bro. And I thought, let me do some homework for my... Um, for my listeners, do you know what I mean? Like, let me cover a bit. Better. So I was like, let me look at Mendy's Premier League stats last season, mm-hmm. and um, Kepa, sorry, Premier League stats last season, and compare them to Mendy's Premier League stats this season. I said, look, let me let me bring it out here. Okay. And Mendy's had twenty four appearances in the Premier League season. Kepa's had thirty three. So listen, not that obviously not that much difference. Okay, so um, Mendy's conceded sixteen goals. Kepa has conceded forty seven. 16 goals compared to 47. Like, bro, if you're not telling me that is a difference, making a difference in the team, I don't know what is. Even if you say, even if you say you'll concede what we have nine more games left, then you say we're going to concede 50 more gate, 15 more goals if in the next nine games, mm-hmm. what what's that? 31 goals. That is a, what, a 16 goal difference in keeper. And Kepa came at a price of 70 million. This guy came at a price of 20 mil. Mm-hmm. And you know what's even madder? When you bring a keeper under that pressure, when you know the position's already flopping, to a team where you know the high pressure. And on top of that, listen, let's not lie. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to call it a black keeper coming to Chelsea. <laughs> I don't know. I'm putting it out there. A black keeper coming to Chelsea. Do you know the pressure you're on? The so first black keeper. Black. <laughs> like, like, let's not lie. Like, so this guy had to come and he came on a small price tag under so much pressure. Yeah. First season and is dominating the way he is. Mate, when the crosses are coming in, you're feeling confident. You're watching it. You're feeling confident. Let me give some more that he has, uh, he had, if you compare it to last season, um, 73% save success, kept at 54. Mendy mm-hmm. um, had 1.83 saves per match, kept at 1.67. Like the difference was clear. And he's the reason we're in the position today. He's kept us in games. And not to mention, the cl- I'll finish with the clean sheets. Uh, how many clean sheets? Mendy's had 14, kept us at eight. So I think when you're just looking at it like that and an impact someone's had on the team, I think when you compare them to the players you guys are going to bring to the table, I feel like other players could have done that. Um, no one else could have done what what Mendy's doing right now. Well, keepers could, but Kepa couldn't, if that makes sense. For example, you could put Rudiger possibly in Thiago Silva's spot. You could possibly put, do you know what I mean? You could compete for other players slotted in there. Um, but I don't think you could, I don't think Kepa could have done nearly what Mendy's done. And I think the stats show, and I think everyone has to, to him in for being player of the season. I think it's no no contest. We don't we don't have to. I don't we, we don't have to, but have to, listen, I'm telling you. <laughs> like I said, this is a Chelsea podcast with Chelsea fans. So I'm not gonna come here and try to refute all of the points you've said. They're good points. Um the the the, the save percentage you said in terms of from 55% to 77% or seven was it 77 or was it 73? Yeah 55% Kepa. Uh 54% Kepa, 73% Mendy. Yeah, that's crazy because, like, we all know last season, one of the things that was coming out was um, we wasn't conceding that many shots on goal. But for some reason, we conceded how many goals? Like, 40 goals. So, like, there's there's a thing where people will say, ah, oh, you know what, I'm, yeah, people will say we've got a good defence or whatever. We didn't have a, listen, like, stats-wise, it wasn't that bad last season. Is that correct, Jermaine? Would you agree? 
and sorry, can I quickly add before Jermaine comes in? I, I think one one thing that people might say, um, people in the camp against Mendy winning this would possibly say, um, oh, he's not great. He's not great with his feet. He's not great passing the ball. He's a bit nervous. I think pe people have kind of argued that. But I was looking at even like his pass completion. His pass completion is even better than Kepa's as well. His pass completion is at 83. Kepa's was 79. The bar so, is low when you're like comparing to Kepa. This isn't as many. It's obvious why I'm comparing it to Kepa, of course, because that's who he's replacing. And that's, and but, that's the impact he's making on the team in comparison. If you're going to ask the panel, is Mendy better than Kepa, then all of us are going to say yes. True, but I'm also going to. Um, but the stats that I'm even giving you, or the numbers I'm giving you here, is then they're not even bad stats if you're just saying it on in an individual level. Okay. So, Can I, mean, I interject? Like I said, yeah, yeah. Let Timpson go. Timpson, come in. Um, I think everything Anu said, nobody can disagree. Mm -hmm. From Kepa to Mendy, night and day. Mm -hmm. But I will say, in terms of the damage and the hindrance Kepa was, you, I would say. And I think most people will say, you pull any goalkeeper from any top five league, drop him into between the sticks, and there's going to be significant improvement mm. from Kepa. So whilst you're saying like he's done this massive improvement, it's not like nobody else could have done that. It would have been. It's most people would say any. We were literally saying anyone but Kepa. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'll just add to it. Like, not trying to diminish what Mendy's done, but it, we were at a stage where anyone could have done it. And statistics show a lot of goalkeepers would have done it, would have, would have provided mm -hmm. a better return. One, yeah. one of the interesting we, things... We, we, could argue, we could argue the same for Mal, but we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get to that. One of the interesting things is, um, I don't know if you guys have seen, but we're linked with Gian, is it Gianluigi uh, Donnarumma um, on a free from yeah. I saw that. Mm. He's 20, I think he's 21 still, but he's got like five, six years of experience. Obviously, he's one of the most sought-after goalkeepers in Europe. But a lot of people are saying, do we even need him? Because that's how, like, what, let's, let's, okay, anyone could have, not anyone, but a lot of keepers could have come in and done better than Kepa. But now people are even questioning, do we even need? Because when, when Mendy was brought in, people were saying, okay, maybe he's here for an interim, then we'll go for a top keeper. But a lot of people are questioning, Rob, do we even need another keeper to come over? Because he's doing his job and he's doing it very well. Jermaine, what's your thoughts on it? I don't know, you know. I feel like people have kind of underplayed, like, how good some of his saves have actually been. Uh -huh. And the reason I say that is because people forget how tall Mendy is. Uh -huh. He's a giant, bro. So when Timson says, like, I do, I do get what you're saying. There's a lot of keepers that could come in and do um, better, than, better than Kepa. That's facts. But... You look at that save against Leeds the other day, mad reactions, mad reactions. Nine times out of 10, that goal, that goes in. No joke, that goes in. Like a lot of keepers, you got to have mad reactions to, to pull off a save after a deflection like that. He didn't, even, he didn't even catch it cleanly. Like everything about that strike was just unorthodox. So a keeper really and truly shouldn't even save it. But he managed to. Um, that Rashford shot that looks very straightforward um, mm -hmm. at Old Trafford, again, because of his length, bro. His length, his footwork, very good, very good on the line. And claiming claiming things, I think people underestimate what what how much confidence that gives your defence. Czech was one of the best because he made people comfortable. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even just to do with literally just shot stopping. It was just everything. People used to look at Czech and just be like he would he'd be daunting to opponents because they'll be thinking shit if I cross it too close, 
he's going to catch it. Like if I, you got to think about everything that you're doing when you when you have a keeper like Czech or even like Mendy in between the sticks because I just feel like the 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 effect they have on the opponent and what they have on the, on the the guys in front of them, it's just tenfolds, man. And you can see it with Mendy, like. I'm not, I'm not even backing Mendy in this whole in this whole debate. No, 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 back it, back it, back it. But I love I do love Mendy, bro, because the thing is about him, I just feel like there's been even the save against Leeds, for example. Yeah, he got fingertips on that, right? Yeah. And in shorter, you're not getting you're not getting to it. That's going in. Do you understand? So it's like with 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 a lot of like there are keepers that can come in, but again, does Pope move his feet as as well as Mendy does? You no. you. Like there's an argument to say that he possibly doesn't because I don't think Pope's feet are even that good, but he's one of the better keepers in the league. Do you understand? No, yeah, I get it. So it's like with Mendy, I think a lot of the saves that he's made as well, some of them have been straightforward, but some of them have been actually very, very good. Not to mention, stays very, very switched on Mm -hmm. when like the game's been dominated. And recently we've been dominating teams, dominating teams to the point where if a shot comes in, a keeper will kind of be like maybe a bit slow or a bit rusty or not rusty, but like, a, you know, like maybe a little bit off the mark because they, have, they haven't had anything to do all game. But Mendy's just been switched on when crosses have come in. A cross came in against Kepi the other day for, for Mogoldrick. Yeah, Mendy. Like, oh, an amazing shot. That should have never got to Mogoldrick. Should have never got to him. The cross was so close to Kepa. And all Kepa has to do is commit. All he has to do is commit and he catches it. And Mendy's not afraid to do that. And that's why I think Anu's argument for Mendy is mad strong because not to mention his 14 clean sheets in the league, only Edison, only Edison, who is top of the league at the moment, with probably two two of the best defenders in the league at the moment, the best partnership, yeah, that's the only guy that's in front of him. So, like, I can't lie to you. That it's, it's very hard to argue against Mendy oh, getting man, player. That's the last thing, Jermaine, I love you. But the thing <laughs> I'll say is that, um, is that, Tim said in response to your question, is that, yes, everyone can do better than Kepa, but can anyone do better than Mendy? Mm. I think that's the question, that's the question. Uh, but to yours, because in the Prem, who's really better than him now? Gibson, you've got to ask the question. Yeah, that's, that's all I would say. So your question was, yes, everyone could do better than Kepa, but can everyone do better than Mendy? That might be the pod title, but go, go uh, Tipson. Answer the question. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma Money Spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to open your free account and start winning Instant Karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Obviously, Mendy's my guy. I'm glad you Mendy's been my guy, innit? So I can't, I can't, I can't make him my enemy, yeah? yeah. I, can't make, I can't make 
Yeah, no, 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 I hear that. I hear that. But what I will say, what I will say, what I will say, he's had shakier moments, mostly from playing from the back, uh, misplacing a pass whilst trying to play out. Hey, that pass statistic. 83% pass complete. 83? Yeah. From a goalkeeper, it's a bit more than that, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, sorry. That's um, quite high, you know. That's yeah, yeah. So what I've noticed anyway is Jermaine's playing an honourable game. Jermaine's gonna play this straight. He's gonna play it honest. Obviously, Tipson's an assassin. Tipson wants to win. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, so my question to you is: with Mendy, do you think that part of it though is just the defence has been better in general? I do. Oh. Think Who's that to say? That's that to everyone. The floor's open. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll come in quick. I do think that has that definitely plays a part in it. And um, we, when when the season started, we were we were calling ourselves let's not lie, we were calling ourselves clean sheet FC. Like we were, we were, we were saying that we were, we were putting the performances there. Then we had a, a huge dip in performance um, under ex manager, and then obviously we've come back and been compact again. So I do think um, the the line in front of him has massively helped. But you could argue that he's the reason they've got better. So you can look at both ways because has he given them confidence to get better? Yeah. And it all, yeah. works, it all works in tangent. So mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely do think um, it has had an influence. Yeah, all right, cool. Um, yeah, last thing I'll say about Mendy though is that, yeah, so there is this argument is how much of it is a team, how much of it is it Mendy? All Mendy can do is on the shots that he's kind of got, be there. And as Jermaine's kind of pointed out, he's been present and he's saved things. But also, like even, even the games we've conceded, Mendy still made some good saves to, to make us not concede even more. So there's that. But also, do you know what I'm saying? When, when Aguero is playing for City and City have an amazing attack and Aguero scores 9 in 12, no one's saying, oh, yeah, but he's playing for City. They're giving that to Aguero. So the same thing with Mendy. When he has all of these clean sheets, regardless of the, the good defence, he's still making the saves as well. So, yeah, um, that's Anu's case. That's Anu and Jermaine's case for Mendy. Um, Let's go to Mount. Let's go to Manny Mace. Or is it, what's his middle name as well? Tony? No, like Tony. Man like Tony. Let's go with man like Tony the Tiger. Mm-hmm. Um, tips and state your case. Why Mason Mount, player of the season, Chelsea, 2021? All right. So um, <laughs> it began with a famous quote about from his dad. Not, not Nobody making the first team um, since John Terry and a young man confidently declaring he'll be the next one. While he wasn't the next one, he led the way for this uh, new generation under Frank Lampard. Um, he was the manager's will on the pitch last season, uh, synonymous with Frank Lampard and his style of football um, to his detriment at times. Now, a new manager comes in, wants to shake things up and go with experience. Mm-hmm. He quickly learned that Mason Mount is a player that you need because how reliable is this player? He's different manager, still money may start in doing the business. For me, I've not seen him drop less than a six um, in a game this season. That's debatable. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's debatable. I'll leave that. I'll, I'll leave you sort to debate that. But for me, he's always full of running. The support, the 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 way he on both sides of the pitch as well, attacking, defensive. Um, he's, he knows about his shortcomings in terms of needing to provide a goal and 
his statistics that people like to kind of talk about, oh, his attacking output isn't great. Per 90, in the top five leagues, European leagues, over like the last year, based on a minimum of 3,000 minutes played, uh-huh. progressive passes per 90, 7.59. Mm-hmm. That puts him in the 99th percentile of top five, top five league midfielders. Expected assists, 0.21, 98th percentile. Shot creating actions, 4.5. Three five per ninety, oh, yeah, God. yeah, ninety seven percent, ninety seven percentile. No one cares about your numbers. No one cares about your numbers. Just let me let, let me finish my scriptures, please. Okay, let me finish my scriptures. <laughs> non penalty xg, not great, but it puts him in the eighty fifth percentile. Same with assists as well, pressures as well. So when I said, talked about both ends, mm-hmm. yeah. 80, 82, 82nd percentile. Like the stats, the stats are there in terms of minutes and his and being a manager's dream. Being a manager's dream in terms of leading with his running, his energy, and his work rate. Mm-hmm. Money makes this season, yeah, 39 games. My guys played 21 as an attacking midfielder, mm-hmm. 11 as a central midfielder, mm-hmm. five as a left midfielder, yeah. And two as a as a right winger, How versatility, and you know he's going to give you a job. This season, he's come. He he's never hid. He's never hid in any of those games where under Frank or under Tuchel, where we looked under pressure. When Mace when Mace got that yellow card against Atleti, he was a big miss. There was probably, aside from probably Mendy, um, I don't think Mendy Tiago. I think um, those are the only two guys you could say would be bigger misses. Um, in that in during that second leg he's just been quality all season and he's so young and he's already been he's already been earmarked by great great players these are guys like Frank Lampard Jody Morris who's a club legend arguably top two greatest players of all time John Terry earmarking this guy as a captain for Chelsea and England but wait, I have a question, Timson. Wait, wait, let, let Timson, have you finished? I don't think he's no, gonna no, no, let me just, let me just land. Let me just, let, let me just land. Let me just land. Okay, okay. okay. Let me I wasn't sure there was a land. So, That's he, what I mean. so, 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 the timer's on. Okay. So, in closing, Money Mace has been nothing but bank for this whole season. He's come in and he's not changed under any manager in terms of his importance. He's a surefire starter for England. Mm. Going back to Chelsea player of the season, nobody's contribution, yeah, has been more significant and more consistent this season. Mm. I will will give you Mendy um, in terms of we needed someone someone to come in and just just give us solidity as the last line of defence. But Mason is that player that works for the team and makes sure everything knits together. Is and it, he's never injured. Is it really that player too? No. No? Okay. All right. Okay, Anu, you're first up because you've been trumping to come in. Yeah, oh. I just have one quick question. Thank you. That was very lovely. <laughs> but how can you classify him having um, such a high contribution to the team when he cannot play a final ball? Mm. Would you not argue that that is his final ball is more detriment to the team than a contribution? Not really, because you can argue about his final ball, but he still has assists to his name, so you're, it's many, not a consistently weak element of the game. How many does I mean, he have? I'll check. How many does he? 
I'll check. But he's I'll got check. six. He's got six assists to his I'll to check, his name this season. I'll check the open play ones. Uh, oh, you're checking. Okay. I love Mount. Yeah. I love Mount, and I'm glad we have him. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there are things in his game that there's still significant room for improvement on, and that is not up there yet. And don't get me wrong, no one's perfect. But can you classify someone as player of the season when consistently making the same errors? I don't know. It's a question for the panel. Like, if you're consistently doing, making the same mistakes, mm, or look, not you know what? There, can, can, do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm here to be... I don't, I don't want to shit on players. I, shoot last I know. Well. I, hear, I hear that. But what I'm saying is that every single player has their faults. Um, that's definitely a thing with Mason Mount that he needs to improve. Um, how many games did you say he played as an attacking midfielder, Tipson? Uh, let me just pull up the stats. 21. 21 out of how many? 21 out of 39. 21 out of 39. You'd expect for attacking midfielder, the thing is with attacking midfielder, you're expecting output. So you'd expect assists or goals. How many goals has he got? From that position or in general? In general, in general, in general. In general, he's got six, six and six, six goals, six assists. Um, in that attacking midfield position, he's got two assists, three goals. In a slightly deeper role, um, where he's played 11 times, two goals, two assists. Uh, where from left midfield, he's got one assist. Right wing, he's got um, one goal, one assist. Okay, cool. But let me ask you this, Tipson. You said that he hasn't dropped below a six this season. Did you not watch him the first 10 games when he played left wing? Did he, are you saying that it wasn't below a six? I will give him a six at the lowest, which was the Liverpool game where he played right wing. You think, okay, all right. The rest of you guys chime in. Like, we, we, we. Mason Mount, let's just be real about the season. Um, his worst part of the season probably came in that first 10 games when he was playing left wing. Um, he hasn't played there again, like especially like as an out-and-out left winger, um, and it's probably a reason why. What do you think in terms of the idea that he's not dropped below a six this season? Um, yeah, personally for me, he well, he definitely has, because like the first 10 games, he was playing left wing and just being just like literally, I wouldn't say he was a passenger, but he definitely wasn't adding to what we were doing on the pitch. Mm. And that's just facts, like because Lampard had him playing there sometimes just to do a job on on attackers, just because he had energy to run back. And that's just not Mason Mount. That's not what he's here for. Mm. So the fact that he was on the pitch to do that kind of job, <clears throat> like, yeah, cool, you can run a lot and you've got energy, but it doesn't mean that you're getting the best out of the player. Like Lampard done him dirty by doing that. Do you get what I'm saying? And unfortunately, that has a, that re, that reflects on his performances. And his performances were trash. Some of them were trash. Mm. Like I did not want Mason Mount in the team at that time. Like because we had wingers sitting on the bench, and Mason Mount was playing left wing. Problem with Mason Mount is yeah, the biggest problem with Mason Mount I have is that because he is that type of player that is versatile and has so much energy and doesn't like hardly gets injured. Managers start to take advantage of that sometimes, mm. and it and it often leads it often leads to poor performances. Do you understand? You start to play them in positions that you think they're going to play the same way, in in their preferred position. So a lot of people are calling out for Mason Mount to play the eight, and we all know what happened as soon as Mason Mount dropped a little bit deeper and went into the middle. We saw it against West Brom. One click, click of the fingers, yeah. Play play Hudson Odoi left and Mason Mount in the middle. What happens? Bang! Goal gets us back into the game. 
starts to get into the game a little bit more. That was when Mason Mount's season changed. That was at the beginning of the season. So then, obviously, we fast forward now and Mason Mount's having quite... like. Then after that, what I will say is that he started to perform a little bit better. He was starting to stand out a little bit more in the in the eight role, in the, in the middle role, um, playing, like playing, having quite a few good games. But then again, came another little dip where yeah. it would be a thing where final third, not really getting enough from him, um, snatching at opportunities. Do you, know, do you know what I'm saying? Like I remember against Tottenham, easy pass to Hudson Odoi, and not Hudson. Was it Hudson Odoi? Is it easy pass to someone now? Werner, sorry. Yeah. Easy pass to Werner to his right. Guys right in front of him, like passes it straight to the defender. Like there's a lot. There's there's a lot of stuff that is still there for Mason Mount to improve. And whilst he's still a very good player for Chelsea, which he is, he is a very good player for Chelsea at the moment. That doesn't mean that he is where he's meant to be. Do you get what I'm saying? And because he plays so much. We've got this thing of like, not not that he can do no wrong, but like, I don't know how to explain it. It's it's just this thing that happens when you play every single game religiously, and managers they kind of portray the fact that he's not droppable, he's not like yeah. you can't play without him. You start to think that yeah, you literally can't play without him. And you know, you talk about that. It's interesting you said that about the Atletico game. Yeah, it was mad. Because we played better and we were more of a threat in the second leg than we were in the first, in my opinion. Because ZH, as poor as he's played this season, <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, as poor as poor as ZH has played this season, the one thing that all our players can't do, ZH was doing. Do you understand? So it like sometimes you don't even need like with Mason Mount, he is ever present. He was always he's forever going to give you one hundred and ten percent. Like like Tuchel's already said, Lampard's already said that. Yeah, they, the kid gives you everything. He does not leave the pitch without like his heart, like heart on the sleeve kind of thing. But with that doesn't mean it's always quality. Do you understand? It does not mean it's always quality. So that's that's what but but to set that all that being said, mm-hmm. for the majority of this season, he has been very good for us. So I don't want to make it sound like I'm saying he's been poor. Yeah. But player of the season, I think. I, d- I don't know, like, for me, like I said, I, personally, he's not in the list for me because I think there's two or three other performers where they've almost been faultless, like, almost. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, you'd say he's not even in the list. Now, for me, I don't think he's in the list compared to, like, there's there's three, there's two, maybe two guys that are blatantly way before, like, before Mount, okay. like, with no argument, like, you can say obviously Mount because, like I said, he's probably played more more, more than them. But if you fast forward, if you go back to to those first ten games, they were very significant games for us in terms of the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. You understand? So just because they were at the beginning of the season, don't mean it didn't happen. Yeah. You understand? So and I feel like people have forgotten that they've seen him get back into the two core team, and then it's like, oh, you know, like Mason Mount's playing great again. Like he's had ups and downs this season, but people down. forget. So. Before Tipson, before you come in, you can rebuttal. And I think just to kind of echo what Jermaine's already said, this isn't Jermaine shitting on Mason. This is Jermaine saying, okay, cool, we're talking about player of the season, so we're comparing. And so as much as Jermaine said he's played good, he's talking about the reasons why he's not up there with the rest. Is that correct, Jermaine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's been very good, but like I said before at the start, the performances in defence, nobody can chat to the defence. 
if we're keeping it about nobody can chat to right, the defense. Right, Timson, can anyone chat to the defense? Because when it comes down to it, that's going to be the biggest thing against Mason Mount. Our strong point this season has been on the defensive side. We've got three people here repping the defense. You are the odd man out. You and your boy, Mason Tony Mount, you're the odd one out. So, yeah, what do you think about that? But Mason contributes on the defensive end as well. And he helps knit everything together in terms of that quick that quick movement from switch transition from attack to from defense to attack. So with Mason Mount, most managers would say he's a godsend in terms of his versatility, his energy, his work rate, his um, tactical coherence. Other managers might say he's a bit of um, he's a bit of a problem in the sense that he lays your um, managerial ability um, bare for everyone to see. And that's evident in the low parts of his season where he's played left wing. So a manager seen that Mason will do a job wherever I put him. So I'm going to make the tactical decision to play him right wing against Liverpool, to play him wide left instead of Callum Hudson-Odoi. He still put in the effort, but tactically um, it didn't get the best out of him and it yeah. didn't work out for the squad. So I don't think that's a knock on his... But I don't think it's a knock on his ability or no, it's his not at all. performances it's not because if I'm a centre forward and a guy goes, yo, I need you to do me this job at, at left centre back, there's only so much like I'll do a job, but at the same time, I don't think you should hold that as yeah, much against the, him. That's the problem though. Then you have to look at you're saying, oh yeah, these first games at the start of the season, like um, and then the athletic the athletic game, uh, and where we, we played better without him, um, was the was removing Mason Mount the sole contextual difference in that team or are you talk, or do you have do you have to take into account right, let's go oh, at we're at home so we have that home we have that home ground advantage and they need to come out they need to come out against us more so there's more space okay. so there's for me there's other factors in um that 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 helped that that helped that performance but I will admit the team was looking a lot fluid and some of our better perform some of our best performances um like a couple of them some of our really really top tier performances are coming come with Mason Mount not in the team but a lot more of our good performances will come ways in the team aka the game against Liverpool aka um games where we've not played we've not played well but he still ran himself into the grounds mm-hmm. all right and you have to look at just one more thing finally you just look at consistency just look at consistency. You can say, oh, yeah, we had those one or two games, but Re- he beats out Reese James because of his consistency. Okay, we'll, like, get, we'll get to The only to person that he, he beats <laughs> out Thiago Silva at this point because of his consistency Whoa. throughout the season in terms of he's been ever present. He's been ever present. Oh, okay. <laughs> Stop the counts. The counts. Stop the counts. The claws came out. The claws came out. Just quickly, no one's blaming his ability or anything. Like when he's played left wing, no one's blaming his ability, but we're judging performances over the season. It might not be his fault that he got played left wing, but that's part of his body of performances. Dan, uh, can I just say quick, quickly, sorry, before you even carry on as well. Like, my thing is as well, yeah, I look at it like this. My player of the season, yeah? Mm-hmm. If I take out Mendy and I take out Thiago Silva, mm-hmm. yeah? Mm-hmm. Take away their clean sheets and their amazing performances in defence. Do we still win, win games with player of the season, Mason Mount? That's what I'm saying. We'll, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that no, later. Uh, yeah, cool. Because we're going to have questions. We're going to have questions like that at the end. Let's just talk about each individual player. Um, let's wrap up on Mount because I feel like it kind of ended on a little bit of a long stint of the negatives. So yeah, just no, top top player, man. Yeah. Just re- reinforce some of the positives. Set pieces. He's been king. A lot of people kind of 
try to use that as negative, but having William take a lot of the corners. Do you know how many how many goals he scored from set pieces? That's yeah. been good. Um, people say he hasn't got the final ball. I just watched the England match earlier. He had a sick final ball into someone that should have converted it. He still has it in him. It's just that decision-making sometimes on, sometimes off. He can get better at it. But let's not pretend that the guy can't pass and he doesn't have a final ball in him. He right. does have a final ball in him. Um, no one can, like Timpson's already said, his determination is unmatched, whether it's people telling him. Um, obviously, a new manager came in. He got benched. He won his place back. So yeah, there's a lot of good reasons why Mason Mount is a good player, but we're talking about performances this season. I think leading by example as well is a massive thing. Yeah. I think um, to me, like him on the pitch, I think a lot of people probably don't pull their socks up the way they do if if Mason isn't on the pitch sometimes. And I don't, people might have different views on that, but I do feel like it's hard to watch a player like Mason Mount All right. and his energy not be infectious. And okay. All right. So Reese James, let's hear about Reese James and why he deserves, because a lot of people are wondering why you're here, Jermaine. I'm not lying. Reece yeah, no, understandable. And, and I get that because... How many left-back and right-backs often like, win player of the year? Like, I think the only reason why Trent won player of the year, I think, for, yeah. for Liverpool is because he got 13 assists, right? Okay. So why isn't Reece James getting 13 assists? He, so, so my thing is James, James isn't ever going to be on people's lips like that because he mm. hasn't got the 13 assists in him. But as we've seen this season, assists don't take you that far. Do you understand? As, without assists, all of a sudden, you're looking a bit higgy. Yeah. Do you understand? So my thing is, let's remember what a right-back and left-back are there to do, innit? They're there to defend first, innit? They're there to defend first. But if you can get a balanced right-back that can do both ends of the game, i.e. defend and attack, then you're laughing, right? Yep. Reese James is easily probably one of the most, that the, the best, one of the best all-round right-backs in the league at the moment. Mm -hmm. Based on form, based on ability, whatever you want to base it on, he's definitely that. He's only 20 years old. Is there any right-backs who can say that it's better than Reese James in, in the Premier League? It would be a hard argument right now because mm. my thing is my my personal choice would would always be to go to Ricardo Pereira, but he's just been out with a very long injury, mm -hmm. so I don't really know what his form's been like since coming back. Trent definitely isn't better than him right now. We all yeah, know that. that. Um, and then after that, you're you're trying to James Justin before the injury was he having a better season than Reese James? Matty That's Cash maybe. Say, so people like Justin or people like Matty Cash, but are they better players than Reese James? Simpson, so, who do you think is the better player, Timpson? Because don't forget, coming to this season quickly, Reese James, his um, his popularity wasn't that high. A lot of people were making jokes like, oh, you guys were trying to compare him to AWB and Trent. Yeah. He's put both of them in the dust. And that's yeah. off the base of the performances this season. So when you're, I'm asking you as a Chelsea fan, Timpson, um, who, who, who do you think is better than Reese, uh, Reese James at right back in terms of performances this season? In the Premier League, mm -hmm. nobody. Wow, that's a big statement. And that's honest. And I like that. Nobody. I mean, yeah. even like, like, and then the thing is, Trent. Um, people, Trent was like here in terms of that last season. Thirteen, thirteen, thirteen assists. Yeah, but what people? That's ridiculous. The Everton game, Christmas. Um, in the Christmas period where he ran the whole game from right back. That's unreal. But what people fail to mention, real, realise, he got 13 assists from an expected goal, expected assists of, of nine. Yeah. So he outperformed, he outperformed massively. And um, even that expected assists of nine was like... Insane. Was, was, was insane. So the drop-off now, um, the drop-off now is huge. 
then he still had those he still had those defensive liabilities where let uh, a certain any mid table winger like on on a good day catch him one on one and it's a problem. Even, even Mount, now, even Mount will give him a problem, right? On he he, he did in the Super Cup, bro. In the my dad's a Liverpool Cup. fan, and he, he he was saying, "Where's the boy Neko? Where's the boy Neko?" And my my thing is, yeah, with Reece James, let me I'll just read off my points quickly. Yeah, go on. So like I said, he's a, he's a he's a very good all round all round player, probably one of the best in the league at the moment in terms of at right back. A lot of people shout about some of these right backs that can play centre mid. Reece James has been there, done that as well. So like, it's not a thing where we make up. Oh, he can play centre mid. You know, like they again. I don't. I don't like to bring up the kid's name, but he just keeps coming up. So Trent, yeah, for like them man, they're always talking about. Oh, he can play centre mid. He can play centre mid. Reese James done played centre mid for Wigan. Yeah, he's been there. He's done that. Do you understand? He's been there, done that. Captain the side. Reese James. Not only did he have to improve on his defensive, um, defensive capabilities in terms of compared to last season, he had to compete. With probably one of our best defenders in the last like five six years, mm-hmm. in Aspilicueta, and and you don't even I don't even need to tell you how good Aspilicueta is because he's in the team right now that's getting clean sheets week in week out. This is the guy that Reece James is competing with. He's our captain. And benched him. And benched him. And and then on top of that, not only did he come in this season first ten games and was probably one of our best players, and that mm-hmm. is facts. First ten games of the season this season when other players were stinking. No, no, no. It's not just about when other players were thinking because we, was, we wasn't conceding. Okay. You understand? So, Reese James was part... I think we won... In the first 10 games, we won five games. In those five games, I think um, Reese James was present in all those. And on top of that, first game of the season, we all remember what he did to Brighton. Mm. Like, he was, he's, he's been adding stuff to his game. Like, every week, he's been adding stuff to his game. Then on top of that, people thought right wing back. I remember what people said about him at right wing back against Bayern Munich. Remember? Yeah. Remember, remember what people remember. said about him against right, right wing back? People were saying he got dusted. He got dusted. You go, you go and look back at some of these games, yeah. And Dan knows I rewatch everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go look, go look back at some of these games. He's having up some of these guys, bro. Like mm-hmm. we remember the result. The result was bad, but Reese James doesn't need babysitting. There's a lot of right backs in this league. They get babysat. They get baby. There's people that babysit them, like Henderson and and Gomez for Trent. Ooh, um, again. In, in, in at Leicester, you've got people like Andidi screening and trying to um, clear, clean up for all these guys, mm-hmm. yeah. When they go forward, you see James. A lot of the time when you see James defending, he don't need help, bro. We've seen him manhandle Zaha. We've seen him manhandle big players, bro. Okay. Atletico didn't want it with James. Like, there's a lot of big teams that have tried to come up against James. And realistically, James does not need help defending and he does not need help attacking. Do you understand? Okay. Like, for me... My thing is... Mm. Sorry. Wait, let Jermaine finish. Let Jermaine finish. Uh, finish. finish. For me, finish. not only has he come on leaps and bounds defensively this season... But he's also shown massive character in terms of he went out of the team for two call. He got he, he was out of the team, legit out of the team. And everybody was talking about Hudson Adoy right wing back. Hudson Adoy is my boy, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he shouldn't be playing right wing back. We all know he's probably better on the left. But facts are he come in, Hudson Adoy had a stormer, yeah, a stormer against Burnley. People, mm-hmm. people telling the manager, oh, like, I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. Like, that's how good Hudson Adoy played that game. Mm-hmm. Reese James was out of the team. Tell me where Reece James is now on, the, on that list. Because he's right back again. He's right wing back again. Do you understand? And, I, and you could argue Tuchel rotates. Yeah, he does. But it's looking very likely now that James has worked his way back in again. And that's, again, because of his elite mentality in terms of the fact that he's too good of a player to be on the bench. He won't be on the bench for anybody, including England as well. Anu, go on. Yeah, my... Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't. We're all Chelsea fan, but you have to ask the question. Yeah, yeah, I have to ask the question. I have to ask the question. Jermaine had my back, but sorry. <laughs> this is this is a war, isn't it? It's um, cool, it's cool. My thing is, how many times, though, has Reese James... Obviously, I, listen, I know he's a young kid. Um, he's still going to improve, and he's doing incredible for his age. But um, the reason why I can't support him being player of the season is because I think too many times this season he switched off that have ultimately cost us as a team goals, um, games. And we need to remember what this conversation is about. It's about player of the season, not potential, not player potential. That The guy has, he's going to be world-class. We know that. But on this season, I can't back him because he has he has just turned off a few times. What, what, what time? uh, that's what I was going to say. Like, I want to know specifically because it's not hard to remember bad games from Reese James if they've been that often. So you tell Listen, me. What game was it that he switched? The, oh, the oh, oh, right oh. Was it City one? Um, it happened twice. It was very clear. I was definitely doing a live as well. Um, if you've been doing that, I'll find a way quick. Is it a City huh? Was it Leicester? Was it Leicester when the when the ball when it was an over the top ball? And oh, yeah, obviously on the right side. And then, there was another one. There was another one for Leeds as well when Bamford scored. That went James. Was that not James? That okay, listen, listen. We, we won't find out now, but listen, no, we'll, we we'll find out before the end of the pod. But yeah, keep but I'll be honest with you, just just to let you know. You, the funniest thing is Jermaine knows as well. That's the maddest <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> the maddest thing is Jermaine even knows. I know. I know he knows what I'm saying. But... Jermaine, go, go. What are you saying? What I'll say is there was two games that James played poorly in, in mm-hmm. my opinion, yeah? Mm-hmm. And um, maybe even Leeds as well. I think he did play poorly. He wasn't at fault for a goal, but I think he didn't have the best of games. Mm-hmm. So the two games that mainly stick out, yeah, is um, Leicester. But again, I don't even think that was a general poor performance. He just got caught out for the last goal, and that's all people remember. Yeah, which is which is the, the which is the harshest thing for defenders. People yeah. only remember when you concede. Yeah, yeah. He's... So it's not necessarily Reece James playing bad, but it, oh yeah, he was at fault for a goal. So cool. James was at fault for the Leicester goal, right? And then he got turned by Trippier for that. Uh, not Trippier for, by Tierney in, for Arsenal, right? Mm-hmm. For the penalty. Arsenal pen. That one wasn't switching off. That was just maybe a unlucky tackle, clumsy. Yeah, I don't. I don't even think it was that clumsy because it wasn't really a pen. But anyway, we'll carry. Wiggins left him out to dry, not tracking back anyway. Exactly. So, so we'll just say that. But the facts are, it it leads to a goal. So that's all you remember. What you also need to remember is he was injured just before that game, and he shouldn't have been playing that game. He was brought. He was rushed back in because what does Lampard like to do? Rush back in. So he rushed James back for that game. Yeah, he probably shouldn't have been playing that game. So out of all these games that he's played, yeah, he's got 31 appearances this season. Only three. And people can only tell me about three times he's played poorly. Wow. But my thing is, James this season hasn't actually played that poorly. He hasn't. Really? And it's fact. It's fact. He has not played it. If he, if he had played that poorly, you'd be able to reel off 10 games at least where he's played poorly. At least. Out of, out of 31 appearances, you're trying to tell me you can only remember two or three. Wow. That he's played poorly in. I collect, I collect stats after every single game, and um, Reece James has been one of our most consistent players. That's fact. Hundred percent. It's only two or three. Hundred percent. And, and this is what I'm saying. I've got to throw that there. The reason why James isn't in the list is because Mendy hasn't been chopped and changed like that. Silver, when he was fit, wasn't chopped and changed. Mm-hmm. I have no one to compete with. 
because he was the best. And Mount. James and Mount, we all know what, what story with Mount is when it comes to consistently being being played. Who's the only one that isn't consistently played in this list? Reese James, and he's competing with the captain as well. So it's 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 I don't know to say but my question to you, Jermaine, is the assist thing, if you got more assists, do you think that people would consider him? And this is what's annoying about it. Okay. Easily. Because if Reese James had 10 plus assists, yeah, by the by the end of the season, everybody's view on who should be player of the season, I guarantee you it would okay, be automatically. So my question to you though is attacking output is part of a fullback's game, right? So why doesn't he have more assists? Why does Chilwell have more assists than Reese James? Why doesn't Werner have more goals? Why doesn't Mount have more goals? Why but, doesn't Havertz have more We're goals? talking about we're talking about third of the season. We're talking no, no, but my, yeah, but my thing is, Dan, are we on fire this season in the final third? What's our finishing been like? Okay, but then Chilwell plays in the same team. Yeah, no, that's fine. But Chilwell, what, and he has, what, two more assists than him? He has two more assists. Do you know what? I was cooking earlier today because he got when Chilwell got an assist for England, I was like, this is beautiful for the pod. I'm gonna bring this up. But then Reese James gets an assist too. Exactly. And my and my point is as well, yeah, with 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 James, if James played for I, I don't I don't want to do this because it's it's unrealistic to do because you can say, Oh, he played for this team. Then don't do it. No, 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 but I I just want to say, yeah, a, a large contribution to re, um to Trent getting the assist that he got wasn't just because of the quality of the ball that he was putting in. Almost everything Salah and Mane touched that season was going in. Yeah, the, the, the previous two seasons before, it was happening. Why do you think Trent's still putting the same balls in this season? Is he not? Is he still? Is he not spamming crosses in this season, same way? I don't watch he is. He is. He is. he is. he is. And that's facts, he is. But guess what? Mane's not cooking. Okay. Do you understand? Mane's not finishing. Firmino's not finishing. And we've got players that are not finishing. We've got players that are not finishing, and it's no lie. Werner doesn't finish. Havertz has hardly played, who is meant to be one of our best finishers at the club also. We've got Mason Mount, who probably, um, I don't know, like he could add more goals to a game, doesn't get yeah. really on the end of things enough, snatches at a lot of shots. Pulisic, another one. What? How many goals has Pulisic got this season? Do you understand? Hudson-Odoi, how many goals has he got this season? The, the service has been there. And that's no lie for these guys. The service is good. Right. Okay, okay. They haven't scored goals. Okay, that's okay. You've done, your, you've done your bit on, on Reese James. Um, any questions before we move on to, on to Thiago Silva? Yeah, can we not mention Pulisic amongst real ballers, please? <laughs> okay, that's not a question, but we'll take it. Anu, did you have anything before we go on to Thiago Silva? No, I'm happy to move on. I said my quote. I need to do some homework. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Thiago Silva, we'll talk about him. All right. Um, a lot of people I've seen for the player of I'm not talking about Chelsea player of the year I'm talking about player of the year a lot of people I've seen people put Ruben Diaz in player of the year because he's changed Man City's defence I don't understand why Ruben Diaz gets put up there but Thiago Silva who comes in he's 36 years old do you know what I'm saying people laughed when we signed him people literally laughed you're signing someone that's 36 years old he's come in and he's had as either equal or even more than Ruben Diaz. If Thiago Silva was 26 years old and he cost 50 million, people will be rating him up there as player of the season. I right. think with right. Thiago Silva, one of the reasons is, it's because he's coming with a big reputation. And so it's almost like, okay, cool. You've delivered on your big expectation. Therefore, I'm not surprised. But let's deep what he's done. Marquinhos at PSG, he said it when we signed him. They're not going to understand the impact he's going to have. I didn't understand the impact he was going to have. 
I thought, okay, he's a good experienced head. But when I'm hearing Reese James talking about how he's helped me defensively, I'm hearing Zuma, how he's helped me defensively. I'm hearing all of these players, Mason Mounts talked about it as well, how he's helped the team. Lampard sings his praises. Tuchel, obviously general. We've seen him often on the pitch. Like, off the pitch, he's a coach too. So we're talking about off the pitch, we're talking about on the pitch. I'm seeing him raise the level of excellence in our defence. Going home, studying the iPad, but you see it. You see the excellence in our defence. You see him proactively stopping stuff. We are, Jermaine asked the question earlier. If you're taking someone out, how do we do this, this season? Now, our defence is better, but if we don't have Thiago Silva, will it be that good? Our defence was better before Tuchel came in. Clean Sheet FC started before Tuchel came in. Was that just Mendy? I don't think so. The organisation's there. The, the, the way he's positioning, even the fullbacks, Chilwell, I see him doing it. Um, yeah, Thiago Silva, bruv, let me see what else I've got here. Yeah, he strolls through games, Rolls Royce. Do you know what I'm saying? I feel like Mendy, like, I think Mendy and Thiago Silva are the two people that have come in and that have changed our defence. Like, I don't think Chilwell, you can give him that. Obviously, he's a new addition. But I think if you're talking about two people that have changed our defences, Thiago Silva and Mendy. Now, obviously, Thiago Silva's first game against West Brom, he made that mistake. And what I was so impressed with Thiago Silva after he made that mistake, he put out a statement on the Chelsea website saying, basically saying, I don't expect this from me. He apologised and said, expect excellence from me. And I feel like just in general, what he brings is excellence. JT, having John Terry in our defence, like we had him for so long. And I think that we kind of took him for granted. And I think that he has replaced that. I don't think we've had it since in terms of the, what he demands of people, in terms of the proactiveness, the leadership. And I just feel like he's been not only in our best signing this season in terms of performance, obviously Havertz and them, they've got other seasons to do it. But if we're just talking about this season, don't forget, player of the season is just this season. He's 36. I don't care that he's 36 because we're just judging this season. And I feel like out of all of the signings, and all the, all the people that's changed our team, I think Thiago Silva has had the biggest impact. And that's why I feel like he should he should go along those other names that I mentioned as player of the season. Um, any questions? Nah. You know what's funny, yeah? I'm, I'm probably on Dan's team for this. And it's so mad because, like, at the beginning of the season, everybody was talking about all these players, ZH, Havertz, all these guys. And I said, you know what, boys? I said it might be Thiago Silva, you know? Mm. it might be Thiago Silva it might be the guy he might be the guy that's going to turn out to be the most important guy because if he comes in and he delivers anything like what we've seen of him the last 10-15 years in the game we're just getting somebody that's top of the top but what I didn't expect was the way he took to the league at this age scary and I'm not talking about just his defending because like I said defending comes first but then you see little things like it's the little things with me, yeah? And you man know, I'm always in the group chat talking about these little things that these yeah. players do that look good and all that. With Thiago Silva, it's the little things for me. The ball drops out of the air, 70 yards. You think he's just going to do a clearance header. Typical clearance header. A Tarkowski team. He'll mm-hmm. just get rid of it. Nah. He'll just chest it down. Bring it down perfectly. Pass it on the right foot for the player. Like, he's... He is literally so many levels, like above like a lot of the players that are in this league at the moment at centre-back and for me I definitely think he's got the, the strongest argument to be player of the season because as soon as like granted Christensen's coming and done well very well but even as good as Christians play Christensen's played I still see I still see something that like I'm like yo there's something missing though because 
Thiago was just that good. Like, everything that he does is on point. Right. I, don't, I don't feel like he's ever out of position. I don't feel like the game's going too fast for him. Do you know what I mean? His distribution is top. You can tell Jorginho and them appreciate when he's playing, when they're playing um, in front of him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then with Mendy as well, the same thing. Like, the, the communication between him, Mendy, the fullbacks. Like, it's not a coincidence as soon as Thiago left the team, Thiago Silva left the team, Thiago kind of maybe dipped a little bit. I know it's a kind of like, oh, you know, you can just say that out of nowhere, but it's true. Chilwell dipped. Do you know what I mean? Chilwell dipped. And maybe sometimes you need players of Thiago Silva's ilk to kind of like get you through these games. Some of these games are hard to get by and someone like Thiago Silva, I just think it's a shame that he's 36 because I'd, I'd want him to be here for like much longer. He's a top, he's a top, top, top player, bro. This is what I'm saying. Not only did Jermaine carry half of Annie's argument, back me too. That smile is pissing me <laughs> off right now. <laughs> but he didn't back mouth. But that's, so, like, we'll see. We'll see anyway. But is there anything that from Anu Tipson, do you have Honestly. any reasons why you feel like he shouldn't be player of the season? I'll be honest. I normally give my Saki, not my Saki, my, my one line of rebuttal, but I can't even find it here. Mm. I can't find it here, man. And I tweeted about him before the season started. I said, oh, I listed all the signings. I said, that's this is my favourite signing. Whether because I play centre-back. Do you know what I mean? I just loved it. Mate, getting him on a free with the experience he had. So one thing we lacked in the back four, back five, was experience. We had the players, but we didn't have the experience. And I think that was the problem. They needed leadership in the back. And that just mm -hmm. filled a huge gap. And I didn't expect him to be as good as he is now. Mm -hmm. um, even when he got injured, we were all crying. And no, but he, I just love the way he is Chelsea already. Like mm -hmm. you saw, the you saw the celebration at that, in Atletico Madrid, and how much did that touch everyone? Like mm -hmm. that's mad. Like the guy's only been here three quarters of a season, and he yeah. is literally kicking every ball with us on the sidelines. I think that just um, that touched everyone. Do you know, as a Chelsea fan point of view, and he backs it up with his play. And he's you see him studying, you see him studying every defender. Like the guy. The guy's class, Willie. the guy's class from um, inside out. So I can't even fault yeah. this guy at all. Um, he made his one mistake um, really early on in the season, mm -hmm. and I don't think he's made one since. That that's that's the test. That's a testament to him. Yes, yeah, exactly. And and as much as like we can want people to win, it's, I feel like when it comes down to it, it's just on performances. Other players are going to get a chance to to win it later. I just feel like with, with Thiago Silva, out of all of them, really and truly, I don't know. I just feel like if I'm to start the season again, I know Mendy, Mendy's the other one where I'm thinking, yeah, I definitely want to start with Mendy. But I definitely feel like if there's anyone I'm picking that I'm starting the season again, it's got to be Thiago Silva. Um, Timpson, do you have any reasons why Thiago Silva shouldn't be the, the player of the season? No, I love Thiago Silva. Okay. Um, I mean, okay. I was one of them players that um, I'm not going to say he's the one I'm most excited for. I just had no expectations for Thiago Silva. So the fact that he's coming into this league, he's a legendary player, but a player that I've never watched in a league week in, week out. Yeah. So whilst I know I know of Thiago Silva, big Thiago Silva, PSG, AC Milan, a lot, yeah. um, I didn't have any expectations because I've never seen him on a regular basis. So for him to come in at his age in the most physical league in Europe um, and just take to it like a duck to the water is actually scary. And then what Jay says about the small things, 
watching him like seeing his wife post snaps about him like with his with one of his boys just sitting there looking over tactics on a whiteboard um on the um just looking at tactical positions on an ipad i'm just like this guy's a pro this guy is a true veteran so um he and the fact that he maintains himself in a similar manner to ronaldo um and just the experience that comes through in the way he talks to players on the pitch and there's one moment um, against United, where he was one-on-one with Marcus Rashford, a 36-year-old defender against mm. Marcus Rashford, who's arguably having the best season of his career. Thiago Silva didn't even break a sweat. He literally showed him infield, which is what an inside forward like, um, which is what an inverted for- an inverted winger like Marcus Rashford wants. Um, and then he just led him into traffic um, with the other centre backs in with the other centre backs in position. And I just thought, this wow, this guy's a season pro. Mm-hmm. Um, and all in all, like Thiago Silva, if it, if it, it's the same thing as Kovacic last season, if it goes to Thiago Silva, cool. If it goes to Eddie Mendy, cool. Um, Reese James if it goes to Mason Mount, cool. Reese James, <laughs> you can't. Like, I feel like this hit because he's been out of the team a little bit. It's dissipated. You, I can't give. I can't give him. Like he's not had a bad season, but I can't say he's he he's had a season better than Mendy, better than Thiago Silva, better than Mason Mount. So for it, it, you could imagine if he gave it to him, people would be like, "Eh, really?" It's mad because people would be like, people would be excited because it's Reese James and he's from the youth, but at the same time, people would be like, "No way!" Because Thiago Silva again, Mendy, they've just been just rock solid. So like, one hundred. So we've we've heard so one of those three. You'd be like, cool, I accept that. Okay, wait. So we've 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 gone through the four. Let's start disqualifying people. Let's start disqualifying people. Okay. So we've just kind of talked about Reese James Simpson saying should it be there? Like Jermaine, are you happy to kind of disqualify Reese James? Yeah, no. Like we said, the initial thing is we're all here for the same reason. At the end yeah. of the day, they're all Chelsea players. They're all good players, and I think the point you made, Dan, is a very good one in terms of players are going to get these accolades later on in their career mm-hmm. there's things that James and Mount still need to do mm-hmm. in their game exactly. where if they fix them they will be very scary players mm-hmm. scary like I'm talking about like world's best scary like in terms, they'll be in those conversations because mm-hmm. like we mentioned before we'll talk about Mount in a minute but if Reese James starts getting double figures in assists but then he's also defensively sound you're going to have no choice but to put him up there with the best of the best yeah you know what I mean? Because he'll be doing it, hopefully club level, he'll be doing it internationally. And then, you know, for me, this is just a good a good um, comeback for him because I feel like last season... There was a little bit of dirt on his game. Yeah, last season it was tough as well, man. Like, he got it's injured tough. at that, um, like, unfortunate times as well where he was picking up a little bit of rhythm then, he, then that ankle injury comeback that he had um, when he was on England, in England duty and that. Mm-hmm. And then the whole Aspie thing and... Obviously, Aspie isn't going going away anytime soon, but I just feel like Reese James is also not slowing down kind of thing. Mm. And it's just good to see him come back, work on the things that he needed to work on, which means that he's only going to get better. And yeah. I think, yeah, that's, that's a good Sorry, guys. France just want to go down in the under-21. I've seen, seen, seen it. It's crazy. But what, <laughs> what, Jermaine, what you, what you mentioned is important because I feel like there's a difference between young player of the year and player of the season. Now, we don't want to crown players too early. Do you know what I'm saying? We don't want to just give them token things because we like the players. Let them yeah. earn it. And so Jermaine has gracefully um, said, okay, cool. He understands if he can disqualify Mount 
I mean, sorry, Reese James. Is there anyone else who want to disqualify Timson? I mean, sorry, anybody? No? Christian Pulisic. <laughs> but, but, so are you saying that Mount has been an undoubted player of the season? Most definitely, I think. He's not going to disqualify his own guy, is he? That's what I'm, I'm, I'm asking him. Go, honorably, okay, Anu, Anu. I'll, I'll disqualify Mount, though. Yeah. yeah. Mason Mount is 22 yeah. years old. Mason Mount's 22 years old. That's like, we're pushing it, like trying to trying to disqualify him on the basis of a young player. He's captain the side. I'm not yeah. disqualifying him on that, though. He's up, he's up there in terms of minutes and games played under multiple managers and in tactical diversity, um, man you have to include... I'm disqualifying yeah. him on the fact that there's things that he can improve in his game and there's Prepare been for times, the many, backlash. Times season, many times this season, he has done, made wrong decisions, made the, made the poor passes mm -hmm. and done the wrong things. And it's just happened too many times. Yeah, and so that's why I'm disqualified, man. And the, the level's high because we mentioned that at the beginning of the pod. Our defense this season has been amazing. Yeah, so the level's high. So how, has Mount had a better season than the back end than the people that have been in the stalls at the back end of our? That's the question. And yeah, uh, that's that's that, that, and that's where I sit as well. Like yeah. for me, it's just a thing because you you got to understand, yeah. The attack hasn't been playing well in it. Final third, we've been really poor. Yeah. Mount has been part of that final third. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? He's been a big part of that final third. In He's also of... contributed in the defensive end, though. He's box to box. But no, that's no. not his main. That's not his main but, role. But but what I'm main saying is, but if I was if, if I was to if I was to look at that and be like, oh, am I basing him player of the season off of though if that of that aspect? He's still not been the best or the you know player of the season quality. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not. It's 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 nothing. There's nothing there that stands out for me enough for me to be like. Mason, Matt. it's 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 more so to do with him being ever present. If we re, if we're keeping it real, like Mount's been ever present in the team. That counts also, a little bit, huh? but, he's, but no, of course, and that's what I was about to say. He's also been there for us, kind of like he's never hid. I think Timson made the point. He doesn't hide, and I love that about him. Like he he never hides. Even if he's having a poor game, he'll find a way to try and affect the game. Do you know what I'm saying? So whilst that's all good and that, I just feel like this season. It's the defense. It's the defense, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, and I don't want to take that away from them. It's so, been the defense this season. So, Jermaine, are you disqualifying for your vote? Are you disqualifying him out? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think um, because I th I just feel like it would just be, it it's, it will just be so criminal if <laughs> it will be in my eyes. It will be criminal if Mendy or Thiago Silva doesn't get it because they clearly. All right. Cool. Anu, Anu, are you disqualifying him out with your vote too? I just echo exactly what Jermaine okay, said. Cool. And, and over, those, I, over those three, yeah, over those three. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, That's it's it. yeah. So like it's Reese James and Mount. There's no slight on them, um, but I would pick between Mendy and Thiago Silva. So we're down to the final two. Um, um, so since it's my guy and Anu's guy, I want to hear from Timpson and then I want to hear from Jermaine. Um, Jermaine first. It's tough. It's those two. Who are you picking out of those two? It's, it's tough, but what I will say is I'm probably going for Thiago Silva. I think naturally because he's an outfield player, I feel like he's had more of an effect on everybody around him. Mm -hmm. And that's not just, if you look at it, 
Reese James, again, you said it before, Reese James has come out and said that uh, Thiago Silva's had a massive effect on him. Chilwell talks about Silva like he's his dad, do you know what I mean? Like, in terms of you can't do no, like, you can't mess up with Thiago Silva there. Zuma, we all know the troubles he had last season, in like, sometimes in the team and that. Looked a rock at the beginning of the season with Thiago Silva again. And, and then also, in front of him even, in terms of building up from the back, people, I remember I said before, I said, don't underestimate like, how much, how important Thiago Silva is mm. when we're even building up from the back. He sees passes, he attempts passes that you shouldn't attempt as a centre-back. The only player we know that did that was Luis, and he was gifted. He is still gifted as a centre-back in terms of with the ball at his feet. Thiago Silva, for Thiago Silva to come in at 36 and still show that quality and give us that element, like, we thought we'd lost it. We thought we weren't going to get it back. Thiago Silva comes in and gives us that. Jorginho again as well, playing, playing very well with Thiago Silva in front of him. I just feel like, all in all, Thiago Silva is like that, that fifth stone in it. Do you know what I mean? Like he's the he's the guy that's the made us. I think he's changed the mentality of the team. Yeah. Well, I think him being, you know, you know, he's been to big tournaments where you know just come out of the Champions League final, comes to Chelsea and brings that same mentality there. They they realize that he's a winner. Whereas with Mendy, Mendy hasn't really been in that environment yet. Do you understand? So as good as Mendy's been, I don't know. I don't. I, I can't really see it being Mendy. That's the one that's pushing that elite mentality on the team. It's gonna. It's gonna come more from Silver. Yeah. Tips. So, so Tips. Who are you choosing out of Mendy and Thiago Silva, and where? So I don't want to participate. I feel like there was an agenda against me. <laughs> but seeing as how it's a pod, um, mm. I'm just. I'm gonna be quite simple and give it to Mendy. Um, okay. Purely because, okay, everything that Jay said just now, spot on, can't agree more in terms of his leadership, what he's done. But if you put that same Thiago Silva in front of Kepa Ariza Balaga, how much, how, how much, how much progression are we seeing in that defense in comparison? Fair point. Take and then especially with the growth of the other centre-backs as well, um, albeit under the two-court era, um, you see the growth of Christensen, you see the growth of Rudiger, you see these guys stepping up in his absence, yeah? But even when they're bypassed with these top-quality shots from long range um, and their hearts kind of stop for a minute, <gasps> Mendy just... Mendy catches them and make it... He not only saves them, he makes them look easy yeah. and he, brings, he oozes an an aura of calmness which also translates to the defense as well it's not like we can't stop it's not it's not like the center backs with Kepa behind them going bruv we can't let these guys have a shot not even from 35 40 yards because it might go in knowing this guy so Mendy, Mendy. you talk you talked about um the other center backs stepping up under Tuchel they've been training with Thiago Silva for a while now there's like I understand I've stepped up, but there there could be a reason why why I stepped up. But look, I don't mind if any of them win. But Anu, are you going to do the honourable thing and disqualify your your player? No, I can't. But look at look at Dan smiling. Look at the, he's putting yeah, yeah. an agenda. And he but, knows it. But what I will say, what I will say, Thiago Silva will be a close second. It will be a close second for Thiago. Okay, Silva. but you know what? Mendy deserves this. Mendy deserves this just due to the impact he's had on the team. Yeah, um, I think that's long and short of it. Um, if you put another centre back where Thiago Silva is, we might concede a couple more. I understand that two, three more, but 
you saw this in terms of the difference he's making. He's, he's, taken about, he's taken off about 15, 16 goals off this team. I but but if, if you take away 15, 16 goals from the 40 we conceded last season, then we'd have a about the amount we conceded the season ball, um, before with Kepa in goal. Because we didn't... We, I don't know how many we conceded that season. Yeah, but we had a whole season with Kepa in goal and we wasn't conceding 40 under Sari. So, but you, but you know what? I don't mind. What we'll do is we'll leave it there and we'll let the audience kind of decide. We've we whittled it down to two, but okay. obviously you can decide Mount as well. Because uh, <laughs> it looks like he's been hard done by. We were going to talk about... Another we were going to talk about Mikel and a few other things, but I feel like we've gone on for a little bit long. So if it's all right with you guys, we'll end it there. Um, yeah? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, obviously, um, I want to quickly do a quick shout out to Andy Lehan. I think that's how you say your name, Lehanen. Um, he's been one of our biggest supporters, supports us on Patreon, always retweets our pod. So yeah, big shout out to you. Please um, use the hashtag talk about the pod, tell your friends, and then also back us on Patreon. It just helps us keep going. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming through, Anu, Jermaine, Timpson. Um, yeah, international break. So we didn't want to just talk about the game. We talked about player of the season. I know a lot of people are talking about it. I definitely think, let's give it to Thiago Silva and we'll leave that as the last word. Um, yeah, thanks for listening to Jesse L, guys. <laughs> no worries. Bro. Appreciate it. Lovely, man. He done it! The greatest night in the history of Chelsea Football Club. Sports Social Podcast Network.